get me a drink? Do you want energy drink or water? Energy drink is fine. Okay. You got on the mic. Welcome to another Universal Orlando podcast. I didn't ask if Melody was ready, but we are ready. Hey. I'm Nick. And I'm Melody. <laughs> and the cat is nowhere to be seen. For now. Is he gone? Is he lost? Who knows? No, he just got kicked out of the room. I don't care. We are talking about the passholder benefits for January. Yep. And the credit cards from Universal. Yep. You'll get some information from the experts in credit cards. Because <laughs> I used to once sell credit cards. You used to what? Sell credit cards. Oh, yeah. Home Depot? At Home Depot. <laughs> I haven't. That That is all. I just assign people <laughs> for credit cards because apparently I was a Home Depot banker. Even though I was a flooring specialist. <laughs> <clears throat> Never did flooring in my life, but they decided to call me a specialist. Yep. That's the Home Depot way for you. <laughs> Anyways. We have socials. Go ahead with that. We have Instagram and Twitter slash X. You can find us on Instagram at Another Universal Podcast and Another UO Pod on Twitter. Are we on MySpace yet? <sighs> Thing to update. <laughs> Because <laughs> we haven't done one of these in a long time. Well, she's late, so... Yeah, she was supposed to be born three days ago. Yeah. And by the time this is out, almost a week ago. Yeah. So, she will hopefully be born by the time this is out. But, who knows. At we'll the see. time of recording. So, I am... this episode is coming out on a Friday. Mm-hmm. If you see two episodes this week, she is born. Yep. We will do a little... We're going After we're done recording this one, we're going to record a little five-minute, she's born! And then a little announcement, so stay tuned for that. Yes. So it may be tomorrow, as of when we're recording this, <laughs> a month from now. Oh, no. Who knows? Not a month from now. You With, never know. Within the next two weeks. You never know. We'll see. Okay. Anyway, at time at the time of this recording, I am forty weeks pregnant. We woo woo, and her size is the size of a gallon of almond milk. Why almond? I have no idea. That's just what it was. It big. How do you I guess. milk an almond? <laughs> With its udders, obviously. Okay. But, but yeah, that's our little thing to update. How many PS5 controllers is she? Are you measuring my PS5 controller now? I'm trying to visualize it. Probably four and a half. It's kind of small. Wait, are we doing top to bottom or side to side? Because I, I did know. top to bottom. That's I did them you. stacked on top of each other. Four okay. and a half. So, the <laughs> January passholder benefits have been released. Mm-hmm. And I guarantee you, by the time this episode comes out, everyone has already been talking about it. Yep. But we don't care, because that goes along with our theme, another Universal Orlando <laughs> podcast, because we do everything last. 
Yep. Because we record in the beginning of the week and it doesn't come out until the end of the week. And that is the joys of having children. So, let's start this off. Start what are the day dates o- for this? You know, that would be some good information to know. Mm-hmm. Because this is not for because it's not for all of January. No, it is not. It is from the sixth to the thirty first of January of twenty twenty four. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna read it all because they do add a lot of fluff in here. Yep. Like that beginning paragraph, it's fluff. Let's get into the meat and potatoes. Or for you vegan people The potatoes. Broccoli and potatoes. And tofu. And tofu. Have you ever had tofu? That's a stupid question. I don't know. That's why I'm asking. I've had lots of tofu. It's very... It's a thing in Asian dishes. Remember? I put some in that... In the... Kimchi jjigae. No, that's and you were like... I don't like it. <laughs> anyway, start your day off faster. Avoid the entrance lines. So they are doing the... Exclusive entrance. Exclusive passholder entrance. Not at Islands this time. No. Studios. I was talking to Connor about this last night, and he was very excited for it to be at Studios. Why? Because he's already he's seen it at Islands now. It, because every time I go in, there's always a huge line to get into Studios. Mm-hmm. So I think this is really going to help out. Yeah. Because you have early park admission at Islands. Islands that opens up at eight a.m. and then the park opens at nine a.m. Yep. And then Studios opens at nine a.m. No. Eight. Eight? Pretty sure it's eight, too. Yeah, eight. Studios opens first. That's why we always went to studios first. No, I thought early park admission starts at eight. There is no early park for studios. I'm talking about islands. You said studios. (laughs) No, islands opens up at eight. Yes. So why would studios also open up at eight? No, no, no. Islands opens at nine. Early admission is at eight. Right. Okay. So why would studios open up at 8? Look it up. I... Oh, it says open today 9 to 8 p.m. Aha! Now I must check. No, because it doesn't make sense. Because, like, if early park admission to Islands is at 8 a.m. and studios opens at 8 a.m., why even say early park admission? Because there is no early park if it if they both open up at 8. Fine. I thought it did. Your brain is not braining. It's tired. I have to hold a human all day, every day. And she's heavy, so. Anyways, so that line gets massive. Yes. So I'm excited for that. Side entrance. Side entrance. But it closes at 3 p.m. Anyways, exclusive entrance for pass holders is from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. January 6th to the 31st of 2024. Mm Mm-hmm. It's past the will call will call kiosk by group sales. It just says follow the directional signage, which are normally the little. Signs. Yeah, there's usually <laughs> no. There's usually every. I think I've seen two signs, two like stand up signs for mm-hmm. the island side, and then you have that big barricade that says UAP entrance. Yeah. So it's not very well marked. Which is fine, because if it was better marked. Probably more people who aren't pass holders would go over there just trying to figure out what it is. Exactly. Anyways, and then, as usual, the upstairs dining for Confisco Grill is now just for pass holders. Mm-hmm. That is all. Well, there's also exclusive menu items. You gotta wait for that. It's part of it. No, I have it right not. here. You click 
more details and it shows up. No, the next one is strictly for pass holders. The menu items. That's the next one down. Oh. So now you have special food items that are just for pass holders. At Voodoo Donut, you have a coffee donut. Oh, you also donut. skipped something, but that's okay. What did I skip? It's not just Confisco Grill. What is it? There's also a VIP area at Lombard Seafood, seafood Grill. Oh, I did not see that. Oh, yes, so you have special seating in Lombards. <laughs> yeah, see, we're great at this. <laughs> it's called I Didn't Read. Yeah. There's a difference. You just looked at the picture. Yes, I did. Anyways, at CityWalk, Voodoo Donut has a special donut for pass holders. It is a coffee donut for four twenty-five plus tax. I want. It is a ring donut dipped in coffee vanilla icing, topped with ground coffee and drizzled in chocolate icing. Mm-hmm. At Antojitos Authentic Mexican Food, you have a quesadilla. You can pronounce the next word. Ahogada. Ahogada. A h o g a d a. That is nineteen ninety five plus tax. It is a barilla style grilled quesadilla with braised short ribs, black beans, minotia cheese, and queso fresco topped with ranchera sauce and queso, served with guacamole and house rice. Yummy. I just realized the cat's in here. Yes, he is. And eating paper. Hey, stop it. Anyways, that sounds good. Yes. At Universal Great Movie Escape, you have a red carpet cocktail for fourteen twenty five plus tax. It is new Amsterdam vodka with. Aperol, B.G. Reynolds, Grenadine, topped with Prosecco. Hmm. Sounds interesting. And then at all the Starbucks locations, they have an iced vanilla chai. There's iced vanilla chai with strawberry vanilla bean, cold foam on top. Do you think you would like this one? Nope. Oh. Because every single time I try to go to Starbucks at the parks, I add everything that I think is going to make my coffee nice and sweet, and it never is sweet. It is always (laughs) bitter and disgusting. Have you ever had a coffee that you've liked? Yep. So if you go to Wawa's, uh. okay, <laughs> don't order anything off the screen. If you're like me and you like your coffee sweet and not bitter, don't order anything off the screen. You might get away with a frappe that'll be sweet, but it's not going to be, you know, coffee. But that's also because there's not much coffee in it. That's why it's sweeter. Right. But if you go to their, they have some like- Self-serve? It, it looks like a tea thing, mm-hmm. but it says iced vanilla coffee. Yeah. If you pour some into a cup, it'll come out like the creamy, light brown, like they added creamer to it. Uh-huh. And then I'll take that, I'll fill, I'll leave like inch or two on top, mm-hmm. and I'll take it over and I'll either add a little bit more... Uh, creamer? Creamer, or I'll add... The liquid sugar? No, that is... Creamer is liquid sugar. Well, there's... No, the... Like... The other creamer. The one we always get. Oh, not milk. It's like the hazelnut? Yeah, hazelnut. I'll add just like a splash of I hazelnut. hazelnut. And that is the only coffee that I have found <laughs> that I like. Unless I'm making it from home. In that case, I will drink... A lot of sugar. <laughs> no, I like the Black Rifle Coffee Company. Mm-hmm. But, but there's I one... add a lot of sugar. Right. You got to take that coffee because they're really good with seasoning their coffee. Mm-hmm. And then... Put it in the fridge after it comes to room temperature. Mm-hmm. And then you add your Well, you have to add the sugar before sauces. you put it in the fridge. Or else oh, it yeah. doesn't stir very well. Anyways, this is not a coffee podcast. <laughs> All right, Starbucks. Lombard's Landing. It You have an uh, Apres Cocoa. My website froze. Apres. 
A-P-R-E-S. For $5 plus tax, it is a rich cocoa drink made from chocolate ganache and condensed coconut milk topped with whipped cream. Mm. Well, I don't know. I said, mm, I don't care for coconut, but... It's coconut milk. Mm-hmm. Maybe. You can, Ooh, read the next one. You can probably substitute the coconut milk for normal milk. Probably. Anyways, you have a crispy soft shell crab for $17 plus e. tax. It's a crispy soft shell crab with sweet potato Never noodles. Mind. Edamame, Asian vegetable slaw, calamansi dressing, and spicy chili aioli. You know, I would probably try it anyway. Even with the sweet potato noodles. Why? Because everything else sounds good. <laughs> you could just say, hey, I don't like sweet potato noodles. Could you substitute? I don't want to be that person who substitutes. I I hate Why? being that it's person. Why? It's noodles. Because then I'm making them do more work and then it makes them... That That's not the case at all. Oh, well. Whatever. All right, at Chaz Alcatraz, you have an Island Raspberry Punch for fourteen twenty-five plus tax. It is a Myers Dark Rum, Guava Nectar, Lime Juice, Simple Syrup, Raspberry Syrup with a Lime Wedge. That sounds good. That actually sounds really good. Mm. And then Starbucks, same, same thing. thing. At Island of Adventure, at Confisco Grill, you have a Pimento Slider for eighteen ninety-five plus tax. That is a Wagyu beef slider with pimento cheese, crispy bacon, and arugula on a brioche roll, served with french fries. Yummy. At Mythos, you have a falafel appetizer for $12 <laughs> plus tax. It is house-made falafel, roasted red pepper, hummus, cucumber, tomato and olive salad, garnished with teeny and feta cheese. I want to try this because I've been to Israel like five times now, and uh-huh. I've been to Greece I have a picture of me eating a cold falafel ball. I'm pretty sure we were meant to take those home, quote-unquote, and heat them up. Yeah. I don't think we were supposed to just eat it cold. Didn't taste bad cold. And then that falafel was also the size of a baseball. (laughs) It was huge. (laughs) What do you have again? You had like a weird oval-shaped Oh, yeah. Every time... So we go... I've gone to Israel a lot. And there's this one street vendor by this old church in, I want to say it's in Jerusalem, but there's this one guy, he has been there every single year that I went, and he sells the most amazing bagels. <laughs> and they're so good. They're big. They're not they like, and big. not normal bagel shaped. And they're cheap. You sell them for like two bucks. <laughs> it's really good. So if you ever go to Israel... Find that old dude and try his bagel. <laughs> They're yummy. And we get to some less yummy stuff at Camic Comic Strip Cafe. <laughs> you have a brisket grilled cheese for thirteen ninety nine plus tax. It is brisket grilled cheese sandwich with cheddar and provolone cheeses, hickory barbecue sauce, and French bread served with French fries. Jack would like that. Yes, he would. He wouldn't Moving eat on. it all, but that's it. And then the Starbucks. Yep. You can now save 40% at Universal Hotels on select dates. More than likely, all of those rates are gone. Yeah, by the time this comes up. Everyone's going to be snagging. Yeah. And then what everyone is crazed about and wants, and they're probably going to sell out, quote-unquote sell out, the new lanyard with with retro retro vibes. It's a purple lanyard with, like, the 
shapes. So like the zigzag and lightning bolts. Mm-hmm. Anyways, it's a retro-themed UOAP lanyard. Pass holder. That is free. Mm-hmm. So instead of magnets, they're going to do a lanyard this month. Get it at the UOAP Lounge in Toon Lagoon from 11 a.m. to 4 p.m. Daily. And at the Five and Dime in Universal Studios. Honestly, I just recommend going to the Five and Dime because every time that I have gone to get something and I go to the Five and Dime, there is no wait. Nobody's at that counter. It's also from park open to park close. Unlike that the... too. And every time I go up there, the dude just knows. And he already logs into his computer, grabs the magnet, scans it, and then he just, you know, pulls out his scanner thing for my <laughs> badge. And he scans it and I just walk out. It took it takes me like 10 seconds with him. <laughs> he is probably the fastest dude that I have ever seen. Anyways. Next. Early park admission for three park pass holders at Volcano Bay. Three park power and seasonal pass holders receive early park admission at Universal Volcano Bay up to 30 minutes prior to park opening. And we've talked about this briefly before where that 30 minutes can be a big deal. You get the better seats. You get the better seats. You don't have to pay $1,000 for a cabana. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I've never understood this. Why do they do 30 minutes and not an hour? Like everything else. Because Islands is an hour early. Studios is an hour early. It would help if I could see the park. Because it's now winter, I can't see the park times for Volcano Bay because they're closed. Well, no, it opens at like, a, it's not opening at like 7.15 a.m. or 8.15 a.m. They open at 10. Right. That that doesn't answer anything. No, I was just saying. Right, I just, opened. I don't know why they decide to do it 30 minutes and not just open an hour early. Who knows? Maybe something to do with staff. Who knows? Anyways, that is all the UAP benefits we have for yep. this month. Now we're going to talk about the credit cards. Woo! All right. Are we going to go into the perks first or what they look like? We'll do perks. Okay. If you scroll all the way down to the bottom, it has a whole list. Oh, it does? Yeah. Well, not all the way down to the bottom. But Thank you for that. After I've scrolled all the way down. Well, like right here. See? Anyways. All right. <laughs> so you have two different types of cards. As with most credit cards, you have one for an annual fee and one that is no annual fee. Mm-hmm. The one for an annual fee is $90.00. $99 per year. So I'm just going to do the normal thing and round up to 100. It is $100 a year. <laughs> I don't know why they do that. Just say it's Tax 100. Tax purposes. Ta- I don't care. So what do you get for? All right, you get 4% back in rewards for universal purchases. Mm-hmm. You get 2 back, 2% back in rewards on travel, gas, and dining purchases. You get 1% back in rewards for all other purchases. So you get 1% for everything. And then you'll get 4% if you go and buy something at Universal. Yep. So that's not bad. Would you make your money back? Would we make our money back? Just on the 4% back from Universal? Probably not because we don't really buy that much. That's true. Doesn't that count for food too though? We would only get 2% back because food, even though we're shopping at universal food we would be using the two percent back for dining oh anyways that's not it uh you you have a welcome bonus upon approval for if you spend a hundred dollars within your first billing cycle you'll get a hundred dollars in statement credits 
Mm-hmm. So that's honestly a really good one. Because with my Quicksilver Capital One card, uh-huh. it's a $40 per year fee. But when I first signed up, it was spend $300, get $50 or something like that. Mm-hmm. So this one, it's basically one for one. But you have to spend 100 Yes. All right. You get an anniversary bonus. So every year, basically, when you open after the anniversary of when you open your card, mm-hmm. you earn one single day theme park general admission ticket to either Universal Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios Florida or Universal Studios Hollywood on or shortly after your card anniversary when you spend $6,000 or more with your Universal Rewards plus Visa Signature credit card. Wow, that's a long name. <laughs> yeah, spend $6,000 and then you get a single Well, you got to look at it. You spend $6,000 every year. That's how much you have to put on it per year. Mm-hmm. I put six more than $6,000 on my Capital One card. So, theoretically, it is, quote-unquote, worth it. My thing is, they're marketing this towards people who like Universal. But the thing is, is as pass holders... As pass holders, no, this would not... Hold on, am I done with the perks? No. Okay, uh, let me finish the perks and then we'll break it down. Okay. 10% yeah, off Yeah, you get select... 10% off oh, select yeah, merchandise, food, and beverage purchases. Mm-hmm. I want to read. Fine, read. Thank you. 10% off select merchandise, food, and beverage purchases at select locations throughout Universal theme parks and Universal CityWalk in Orlando and Hollywood. And then coming soon, you can also enjoy access to the Visa Lounge inside Universal Studios Hollywood and Universal Studios Florida. Maybe they'll add one to Epic too? More than likely. I would hope so. And then for the free one, you get 2% back in rewards on Universal purchases. Then you get 1% back in all other purchases. You get your welcome bonus, but instead you'll spend $100, but you'll get $50 instead. Mm -hmm. And then you get the 10% off select merchandise. Okay. Yep. So, they're marketing this, I feel like, towards people who like Universal, because that is their main reward, is getting 4% back. Yeah. And the park tickets. If I'm spending $6,000 per year, I'm not going to use a one-day free park ticket for, you know, Universal Studios or Islands of Adventure. Now, it would make sense to use it at Hollywood Studios, because, you know, I don't go there. I'm not going to have an annual pass to that place yeah. anytime soon, because I'm not rich. And you only get one ticket. So I would get a free ticket, but you would still need a ticket. Yeah. And by the time I get this card, if I ever got it, Jack would need a ticket. Mm-hmm. So I would still need to buy two more a day tickets. So it's either do that, or I get two of these credit cards, and then we both put 6000 but then that doubles the amount I have to spend to 12000 just for yep. two one-day <laughs> tickets that are probably going to cost me 100 bucks. Now, I think the explorers said this. The only way this can actually be theoretically worth it is with that 10% off select merchandise. My thing is, what they said, if you can combine it, mm-hmm. so take our 15% for our premier passes and combine it with the 10% off and make it 25%, 
That'd be great. That would be hands down. I would get it right now. But you can't, though. Because I would get 25% off plus the 4% back if I'm buying, you know, merchandise or 2% back on dining. That would be worth it. And yes, I already read I can't find the answer if they stack. That's I did the for more information, click here. Oh. Offer subject to availability and to change without notice and cannot be combined with any other offers, promotions, discounts, or prior purchases. Got it. So from the sounds of it, you can't stack it with your annual pass discount. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not worth it. Now, maybe if you're... What's like the lowest tier of annual pass? Uh, Look it up. Seasonal. Yeah, so if you're like a seasonal annual pass holder, because do they get any discounts? No. Okay. What is the first tier of people that get discounts? It depends. For power, which is the next up, mm-hmm. you get 50% off regular daytime self-parking. No, no, I'm but talking then, like normal, like our pass, we get 15% off everywhere. Oh, that is preferred. And what, so it's seasonal. Premier is the best. I, okay. Yes, I know that. So it's Just, seasonal, and then what's next, power? Power. And then preferred? Mm-hmm. And then premiere. Okay. So if you're seasonal or power, power. this card would make sense, because then you can get that 10% back. Yes. Because more than likely, you're going to go to the parks more than once, and that 10% discount, it won't add up to $100 for the annual fee. Because ultimately, that's what you're trying to do. Save enough money from your rewards and whatnot to pay for your annual fee. Yes. Like, I get enough money back from my Quicksilver Capital One card to pay off my annual fee within the first, like two or three months of the card every year. Mm-hmm. So between that 4% back and that 10%, theoretically you should be able to save up enough money to pay for the annual fee. But then, I don't know, you just got to weigh the options if the card is good for you. If like, you're only getting 10% back, you have to spend $900 on merch. Just to get 100 back? Stuff. Yeah. Or, well, 900 to get $90. So, about $1,000 to get but you gotta 100 look, back. It's not that hard to spend $1,000 at Universal. Yes. Especially, like, if you're, look at, if you're a family of three going on a vacation, right, and you have the Power Pass or whatever, mm-hmm. you save money on your ticket, but then what if you want to buy Express? Use that. Wait, would it work on Express? What's your 10%? Oh, select merchandise. Yeah. Oh, no. It's really easy to rack up $1,000 on merch, uh, merchandise and souvenirs. and. You don't need that. <laughs> right, but if you have a kid who loves Harry Potter, you have a $200 uh, robe. Yeah. You have... The owls, the wands. You have the owls. You have the wands. You can probably spend close to 500 bucks just getting kitted out in Harry Potter gear. Mm-hmm. I also know they sell, like, Hermione's dress, too, for kids. Yeah. Make them hush. Shh. Shh. I like how he just woofs quieter. He's woof. Alright, where was I going with that? Spending money on souvenirs. It's really easy to spend enough money on souvenirs to get your money back. But only for seasonal and power. Yeah. 
Now, if you're a premiere, it's not that worth it. Not, no. Now, what does make it worth it? Are the skins. I want it just with the skins. <laughs> okay, so you have your typical universal one where it's like a white background. You have your normal universal logo. The bottom of it's dark universal blue. And then... The silhouettes of rides. You have all the silhouettes of the rides. Okay, that one's... It, it's okay. It's cool. But then you have a minion one where there is a minion... Which one is it? Bob? I, I think it's Bob. It has the house in the background with... It has Minion Mayhem behind it. Oh, yeah. With the Despicable Me and all that. And a yellow glow to it. Yeah. Anyways, cute card. You would probably get that one. Yeah. I want the Jurassic Park one. <laughs> Light green glow. You got blue right on the front in the middle. And behind them is the Jurassic World arch. From the park. From the park. Now, wait, is that the one? I thought that's just the Jurassic World logo. I thought the one from Universal is the Jurassic Park one. Well, considering that um, the Minion one is the Minion Mayhem ride, kind of with like a CGI background. No, this is going to bother me. I'm pretty sure it's from the park because it's the T-Rex with a blue background, not red. Whatever. (laughs) But anyways, I want that one. But is it worth spending $100 a year on it, though? Probably, probably not. not. When I could just send my card off to, there's like services that they'll take your card, they'll remove the chip, they'll take the mag strip off of it, put it on a metal card, and get like engraved. If we can get this look for our regular cards, because we have like Disney cards. Well, that's because we're banking with Chase. Yeah, Chase gets some Universal designs. <laughs> They're bought out by Disney. <laughs> Oh, oh well. I'll just so, be happy with my BB-8. I guess. <laughs> Even though we never use our debit cards anymore. And there's really no reason to have debit cards. Uh, Actually, there is a reason. Mm-hmm. Whatever. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? Yeah, it's just an unfortunate thing. I was looking forward to it. I was hoping the cards were going to be better rewards. and yeah. I didn't know what I was expecting. Like, I guess this is okay in terms of credit card rewards, but that $100 annual fee is really setting me off. And then the free one, there's no point. Well, there's no point for us to get the free one. Exactly. Oh, well. Because I really like my Capital One banking app. I I might get the free one because I need to get a new credit card soon. It's called you go with Capital One. Fine. Because I already have a Capital One card, and if I share my code with you, I can get $100. Can I get one that looks cooler than yours? I don't know. It depends on your credit score. Oh. It's not like they have designs. <laughs> I want designs. Yeah, I wish they did designs. Oh, we're not a credit card podcast either. <laughs> no, we're just a ramble about nonsense that might eventually get back to Universal. We'll see. But yeah, that was today's episode. Quick update. Breaking news! Oh, I forgot to <laughs> add that in the beginning. Because we, we broke news. Yay. Woo. That's it. Bye-bye. Good riddance.